1: Welcome back to Live, Mike. I'm Lee Very Grateful to you for joining us on this program. We've covered a lot of ground on the program today. We heard uh, a little bit from Adam Schiff as he, from the floor of the United States Senate, makes the case against the president in these impeachment proceedings. He's serving as lead manager, as a prosecutor in this deal. Uh, Tomorrow, he and his team will have one more day to make their case, and then it will be the turn of the defense Uh, as they defend the president against the articles, the two of them introduced, the articles of impeachment introduced by the House of uh, Representatives. I keep beating this drum uh, of history and how important what is happening right now in Washington, D.C. is and how impactful it will be on the studies of our children and grandchildren as they uh, look back on these days. History is being written right now. Regardless of your politics, there is some... Uh, real significant developments happening in our nation's capital. I invite you to, as you have time, uh, dip in and out and listen to what uh, these individuals have to say uh, from the floor as they uh, debate this issue. I also want to invite you to download our KSL News Radio app. It's powered by any hour service. You can listen to the program, of course. There are cameras here. You can see what's going on in the studio. Uh, Also, headlines and all sorts of uh, ways where you can get up to speed on what's going on in your community. Again, the KSL News Radio app, powered by Any Hour Service. Also, want to make one last invitation. Uh, if you have a, a moment, please send me a note uh, to the Utah Community Credit Union text line five seven five zero zero. In this segment in particular, I think you're going to have reason uh, to share your opinion. It's a it's a difficult issue. It's something I really uh, was unaware of uh, until very very recently. Uh, so. If you have a chance, 57500 Utah Community Credit Union text line. Write that number down after I tell you this next story. I think you might have uh, some strong opinions. Joining me on the line to help me tell this story is Elizabeth Wright. She's the general counsel for the Utah State Bar. Uh, there is a question uh, right now, uh, which is. Uh, something put forward by the Utah Supreme Court. They proposed uh, last year a rule change to the way things go here in the state of Utah, and that proposed rule would allow uh, those recipients of Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals uh, program, that's the DACA folks or the DREAMers, it would allow uh, young people in that circumstance. uh, So, again, those are uh, folks who are not citizens of this country but who were brought here at a very young age Uh, by their parents, undocumented immigrants, and are here and have lived their life, have engaged the educational program, and in some cases uh, gone on to law school. Now, should the state of Utah, should the Utah State Bar admit these folks uh, to the the bar? Uh, Well, that's the question being asked right now. The Utah Supreme Court has proposed a rule, and there is a public comment period. It's open now but closes Uh, today. And for that reason, we have invited onto the program Elizabeth Wright again, General Counsel for the Utah State Bar. Ms. Wright, I'm grateful to you for joining us. Thank you.
0: Oh, um, you're welcome. I'm glad to be here.
1: How do I do characterizing things? Is that about what's going on?
0: Yes, exactly. You uh, characterized it uh, very well.
1: Tell me, where where does Um, the Utah State Bar stand in all this?
0: um, The bar uh, is in favor of the rule. We um, were part of the briefing, there was a uh, local attorney, Anthony Kay, who is at the firm of Ballard's Bar, and he represented um, two individuals that um, are graduates of Utah law schools and are actually lawyers in the state of California who petitioned the court for the rule change. And the bar also um, submitted briefs in favor of the rule change um Uh, You know, it's an admission rule for lawyers, and we petitioned in favor of, and and briefed on, um, our briefs centered around the court's ability uh, to pass, to make the rule.
1: I see. Let me ask this. What's the rationale for supporting this rule on the part of the bar?
0: Um, A couple of things, that, that these individuals are graduates of Utah's law schools, Um, They are children of Utah. They were raised here. They went to, you know, Utah schools. Um, Under Utah law, they're allowed to receive in-state tuition to attend state universities. Um, One of them went to Brigham Young University undergrad and law school, which allows, you know, obviously undocumented immigrants to study there. And um, they are qualified to practice law. Um, The federal government allows the state to pass a law allowing undocumented individuals to receive professional licenses. It's up to the states to determine whether or not they want to issue those licenses. And um, we think these qualified individuals would um, be an asset to our bar and the practice of law in Utah. And so we're in favor of our court um, taking the step that the federal government allows them to take by um, allowing um, undocumented um, applicants to be issued a bar license.
1: Excellent. We're speaking with Elizabeth Wright. She's general counsel for the Utah State Bar. Uh, The Utah Supreme Court and Judicial Council have solicited comments regarding this uh, newly proposed rule. It would allow uh, DACA recipients, the Dreamers, uh, undocumented immigrants whose parents brought them here either uh, at a very young age or earlier. uh, And they they right now are enjoying the ability to have uh, action against them deferred. Uh, for a number of years now this question is before the supreme court right now the president trump has proposed uh, an end to this program that was challenged the supreme court will decide let me ask you this miss Wright: if if the president is to be uh, victorious in this effort what would then happen to the folks uh who are members of the bar uh, but in this daca status
0: well um you know, I don't know. You need a crystal ball. But I think it's, you know, to say what would happen. Um, who knows if, you know, there would be people who would be grandfathered in. Um, and, and I think it's important to look at um, immigration in the United States historically. You know, we've always had deferred action for different categories of individuals. I mean, uh, you know, victims of war, um, you know, we, we've always had humanitarian reasons where we've allowed people to come in or, or have a deferred status. And so, you know, I'm very optimistic that, you know, Congress or the executive will look at these individuals in particular, um, dreamers who are here of their, you know, not their own volition. They were brought here at the hands of their parents. Um, and, you know, I think they're a particularly appropriate category of individuals to have some sort of deferred action or um, special immigration status so you know i think i'm hopeful i don't know what will happen that's sort of not you know we have to go forward this law has been around for eight years and nothing's happened you know they've they've still had their status and been able to renew and um you know with the if it does or doesn't go away, they, you know, they should be able to carry on and practice law and, and you know, use the uh, skills that they have and that they've worked really hard to gain. Let me ask and, you this.
1: But, In yeah. what other states of the union are, are these dreamers able to uh, receive admission to their bars?
0: Um, California, Florida, New York, um, Pennsylvania, Illinois. Oh, I want to say New Jersey. And um, there's another one in the West, like Montana, or I think Montana also. Very
1: good. Our guest has been Elizabeth Wright, general counsel for the Utah State Bar. We've been discussing this uh, question uh, raised by the Utah Supreme Court as well as the Judicial Council, asking whether or not a proposed rule on their part is uh, acceptable to the public. There's a public comment Period which ends today. You can leave those comments. I'm going to put a link on my Facebook page. You can navigate your way over to that. Lee Lonsberry is my name, and you can read the comments posted by others. I did a little tally this morning, and it looks to be about uh, three quarters of folks are in favor. There are some uh, views against. There are some folks that say, well, if you aren't abiding by the rules uh, and the laws of the land yourself, how is it that you could uh, be practicing law here? Well, you'll have to answer that question uh, yourself, and we'll see how things Uh, shake out here as the Supreme Court makes its final decision, either adopting this rule as is, maybe making some amendments to it. uh, But that'll all come up uh, after the closure of the comment period, which ends uh, tonight. Again, a link to that on my Facebook page, Lee Lonsbury. Elizabeth Wright, I'm grateful to you for joining us on, on this segment, getting us up to speed on this issue.
0: Oh, you're welcome.
1: Very good. Uh, Listen, next up, we've got one segment to go. You know we've been talking about this all day today, and it's the uh, announcement from the governor's office and the Capitol Hill saying that they're going to repeal this SB 2001, put to an end uh, this controversy over tax reform. Well, we're going to talk to the vice president of the Utah Taxpayers Association, Rusty Cannon. Uh, He has been a proponent of these reforms for some time. He's joined us here in studio a number of times. We're going to get his thoughts on this next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.